Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. FPL Game Week 26 final decisions. It is the blank game week and there is injury news. There are doubts to key players in our FPL teams today. We're going to cover all those final decisions that you are making in your FPL teams going into the deadline. Also, we'll be covering chip strategy and the top players to buy. And spoiler, at the end, I've already confirmed a transfer this week. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here before we dive in. 1,000 likes on the videos DM, subscribe if you are new around here as well. And the key, the one biggest piece of injury news we got today was Rasmus Hoyland at Manchester United. He is currently the most transferred in player going into game week 26 and he has been ruled out for two to three weeks by Eric Ten Hard with a bit of an injury. Now, what does that mean? How long is he likely to be out for? Because Manchester United are likely to blank in game week 29, it is unlikely that we see Hoyland before game week 30 in FPL. That means he's unlikely to feature in the next four Premier League games. And unfortunately, if you moved early, he's not going to be playing this week and you should probably look to sell him as well. Next up was Kevin De Bruyne, one of the most disappointing players in the double game week 25 for us. He didn't feature in the second game as a bit of a precaution for, from a hamstring injury. Pep Guardiola has been positive, speaking about Kevin De Bruyne today in his press conference. He said that he's looking better. He's glad he didn't use him as a precaution. He is expecting him from travel, but we don't know if we'll be risking him completely from the start of that game. Saying that he's going to travel does mean that I do expect him to be in the squad, but do I expect him to start? Given that they do have difficult fixes against Manchester United, Liverpool and the Champions League coming up as well, I'm not sure. It is worth bearing in mind that Manchester City are close enough to the FPL deadline on Saturday that we may get a little bit of early team news depending on whether De Bruyne's going to start Foden, Haaland some of your defenders in like Walker and Ake so if you have De Bruyne it's probably worth deciding what you're going to do much closer to the deadline finally it's just a little bit of update on, on Liverpool now they don't have a fixture this week they are one of the four teams that blank along with Luton, Chelsea and Spurs but there is a lot of injury news for them Salah and Darwin and may be back for the weekend in the cup final and so back for game week 27 alongside Dominic Shabozlai. However, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Diego Jota and Alisson in goal have been ruled out for at least the rest of this month into the international break in game week 30 and then they may be featuring after that. So if you have Jota and Trent, they are much easier sales. Part of you might want to keep Salah going into game week 27 and their fishes after that because they are likely to be back. Now, one of the biggest things you need to consider every single week now is what you're going to do in game week 29. It is the biggest blank game week of the season. Are you going to be playing your free hit or not? If you're playing your free hit, then this section is not massively important as you can completely forget about game week 29 if you're playing your free hit that week, which is currently what I plan on doing in my team. However, if you've either used your free hit or you're going to save it for another week, which is definitely a plausible strategy, you need to be thinking about making sure you have 9, 10, 11 players out in that blank game week at the moment there are only six teams as you can see in the bottom there that have a guaranteed fixture in game week 29 and they are 
Burnley against Brentford, Fulham against Spurs, and then West Ham against Aston Villa. So if you are looking for a player this week, the likes of Aston Villa assets and likes of Douglas Luiz and Pau Torres, Ollie Watkins become more popular. However, if you are free hitting that week, you can take a punt on someone who potentially plays for Wolves. Now, this will be 100% confirmed going into game week 27. The round of the cup that will decide this is after the game week 26 deadline between game week 26 and game week 27. So we will have concrete news of what game week 29 looks like before the next deadline, but we don't have it yet. At the moment, it is just predictions. There are no replays in this round of the cup, so we will know for certain. Now, just a few other things that are being asked a lot. There is a lot of discussion about Aston Villa at the moment, the likes of Leon Bailey versus Douglas Luiz and Alex Moreno in defence over Pau Torres. Now, we've had the European draws today and Aston Villa have been drawn in what is probably a difficult fixture on paper against Ajax. Now, Ajax have not been amazing recently, but it is a big European clash for them. This is starting very soon for Aston Villa. They have a free midweek between game week 26 and 27 because they are not in the FA Cup anymore but after that they will play weekend midweek weekend which does lead me to have concerns even more than I already did for some of those rotation playing players. Leon Bailey for example could rotate with Diaby, Luca Dean can rotate with Moreno as well. Now what's likely to happen is one of them will play Europe and one of them will play Premier League so it might be Moreno who just plays all the Premier League games. Leon Bailey might just play all the Premier League games but we just don't know that for certain. At the moment Moreno and Bailey, our first choice for Aston Villa over Luca Dean and Diaby, but we don't know whether he's going to favour the Premier League or Europe for his first choice 11. So I would go save on Doug Louise in midfield and Pau Torres in defence. Next up is Huang Hee Chan versus Neto. A lot of you looking at the Wolves midfielders. I've confirmed my transfer on this and it is Huang Hee Chan. He is the one that I prefer. We don't 100% know that he's going to be on penalties, which I've said previously and I see a lot of people talking about. Sarabia at Wolves has had an incredible record at penalties. He scored 17 out of 17 or 16 out of 16 or something crazy like that. We've never had a Wolves penalty where Huang Hee Chan and Sarabia have both been on the pitch. So we don't actually know that. The only positive is on that is that Srabia rarely plays more than 75 minutes. So if they did get a late penalty, Huang Hee Chan would likely be second on the list if he's not top of the list anyway. I do prefer him. Neto versus Huang versus Srabia. Srabia's minutes being slightly lower does just mean I'd go for one of the other two. Plus when other players like Cunha potentially come back, other potential rotations in that mid that attack... Sarabia would be the first one to drop out. Huang Yi Chan is also playing up front at the moment and he's just a bigger goal threat. You want the goal threat rather than the assist creativity that you get with Pedro Neto, in my opinion. And the final one is not really one for Game Week 26, but it's just a reminder because some of you might make Saturday-Sunday transfers going into Game Week 27 before I have time to upload the video and warn you all. Do not make early transfers going into Game Week 27. This is probably the biggest week of the season not to do that. Between Game Week 26 and 27, not only do loads of Premier League teams play in the FA Cup, so you have the risk of injuries to players that you are buying, but it also confirms... Game week 29, who is likely to blank. And it will also give us a much better prediction of who is likely to double in game week 34 and 37. Now, we'll have 34 and 37 almost confirmed by game week 30. But going into game week 27, we'll have a very, very good prediction of what it's like. So the FA Cup draw and the FA Cup finishes Wednesday evening next week. Please do not make a transfer before Wednesday, despite the price rises, despite the price rules. Just wait for the FA Cup to be out of the way and the draw to be done.
Now, a few other things just to talk about. The first one is, should you take minus fours, minus eights to put out a full 11 of players this week? The first of all, obvious thing is, does it benefit your team for the long term? If you're bringing in players like selling Jota, selling Trent, then yes, because those players you're going to have to sell anyway and they're injured. So they're not going to be any use to you next week. So yes. The other thing is, if you're selling a player to add an additional fixture, so let's say I've got 10 players and I take a minus four to about 11. If that player doesn't do anything and scores two points, right? That's sort of the base of playing 60 minutes. You're only two points down on the hit. Plus you have, of course, the massive upside of that player doing something. So yes, generally I would say a minus four, minus eight this week is worth it, especially if you're selling injured players or players with a blank fixture this week. The only caveat that you have here potentially is if you're bringing in players that you don't want long term or actually you'd buy someone else next week. So, for example, if you're buying someone and then next week you'd go for a Spurs player or a Liverpool player like Salah, then maybe it's worth considering do they really score the four points back in one week? But even in that case, I still probably would take the gamble on a minus four or minus eight. Next up is captaincy. Holland is number one. Saka and Watkins are very, very close behind him and very close in two and three. I'm just going with Saka. Just the point for a clean sheet with Isaac not being 100% back. Saka also on penalties, whereas Watkins isn't. Huangi Chan in number four. Again, it's a great fixture. To be honest, below that, I struggle to find a number five. It could be a Manchester United differential. could be Phil Foden. If De Bruyne is confirmed starting in the deadline, it could be him as well. But I've put Foden just because he is likely to start and the final one is what to do with Purvis Stupinan so if you've gone with the Brighton defender you have been very unlucky over the past few weeks he's missed out the past couple of games so what I would say and actually very strangely in the Brighton press conference Deserby said he had dinner with a couple of the players this week one of which was a Stupinan he invites all the players round for Italian food at his house on rotation now whether you think that means it boosts a Stupinan's chance of starting or not I will leave that up to you the other thing to worth bearing in mind is Matoma is unlikely to play this game. Matoma has been really good for Brighton and he started the past two and he's very good at giving width to Brighton, which maybe means a Stupinan isn't needed as much when Matoma plays. But with Matoma out, I do think it boosts Stupinan a little bit. It's very possible they line up without Matoma and a Stupinan, but I do think it boosts Stupinan's appeal. So definitely don't go selling him for a hit. If you have a free transfer in the luxury position and you want to sell him, then fine. But I do think that Matoma injury does boost Stupinan just a little bit. Now, looking at who the top players to buy are this week by position, of course, whether they have a fixture guaranteed in game week 29 will impact what you're going to do with your chip strategy. So if you are free hitting in game week 29, some of the players who blank in 29 might be higher up your list. Whereas if you're not free hitting, you need to consider that week. In goal, I'm going with Neto. He does play City this week, but the Dublin game week 28 is right up there for me. However, if you need a fixture in game week 29, then Martinez of Aston Villa probably goes above Neto. Flecken, of course, also guarantees you a fixture in game week 29, but the fixtures and the defensive performances are not quite as good as Martinez. Saar, the fixtures coming up for Wolves are really nice. Hence, we're looking at the likes of Hwangi Chan, Dawson and Aitnori as well. The final one is actually Johnson of Crystal Palace. They're playing a back five now, which should make them a little bit more secure under their new manager he is also just 4.4 million has a nice fixture this week and a decent run coming up as well into defense the double arsenal does go one and two gabriel just cheaper just slightly more attacking goes one with saliba two i also like ben white but i couldn't fill the top five all with arsenal defenders we've just got two in there Pau Torres is next. Again, as we spoke about with aston villa and europe i would go with him over going with alex moreno 
Number four, I've gone with Dawson over going with 8 Nori. 8 Nori is an exciting pick. If you're watching games, you'll probably want 8 Nori. But Dawson has had more attacking returns. His online data is very good from corners. So I have gone with him. And 8 Nori's injury record is not amazing. And finally, number five, the cheap option on the list is Van Heck of Brighton. He is nice and cheap. He can allow lots of things. And it is a decent fixture this week. Into midfield, again, double Arsenal, one and two. Saka the number one to buy. If you don't have him in, just find a way to get Saka. Number two is Odegaard. Now, I like Odegaard over Huang Hee Chan, but it's just what it allows you to do with other moves. There's three million difference between the two of them at the moment. So for me, if I go Odegaard, I can't get Salah next week if I wanted to. So that's why Huang is potentially a better option based on the value that he is. Douglas Louise, number four, again, carries you through nice fixtures on penalties, on sort of set pieces good for bonus and guaranteed to play in game week 29 and that guaranteed to play in game week 29 is why he goes just above pascal gross looks like jao pedro is still going to miss out so gross is on penalties up front there were five and then hoyland got injured and i basically couldn't find a fifth forward that i would recommend buying this week Harlem one i like slanky over watkins just the, just going forward into the double watkins three and then ivan tony four there are a few others but I'm not really sure I'd recommend buying them to you. So here is a free hit draft just to rattle through this. We've actually gone with Johnston in goal. I would pick your backup keeper as Dean Henderson, the two Palace keepers, just in case they switch something around. But they're playing a back five. It's their first game at home under new manager and he's very cheap and it's Burnley at home this week. Into defence, you have three attacking fullbacks. It's Dallow. It is Alex Moreno and I have spoken about the risk of him, but I do think he'll start this one. And then eight Nori of Wolves. Again, Dawson is maybe better long term with the injury risk of eight Nori, but this week, why not go exciting on eight Nori? And I've actually tripled up on Wolves because Hoyland is injured. I've dropped him and I haven't massively wanted to go on Man United because I think they're weaker without him. So Huang and Neto come in. They combine with Odegaard and Saka. Think Arsenal will win comfortably at home against Newcastle. And with De Bruyne being a doubt, with Grealish still being out, we've gone with Jeremy Doku in midfield with upfront Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins on your bench. Just fill it with players who have a fixture this week. There aren't massively any. I'd probably go Douglas Louise, maybe Mitchell, and then maybe a Van Heck in defence alongside your Dean Henderson in goal on your bench. Now, in terms of wildcard, wildcard this week can work. It's a little bit difficult because you want to plan for the future whilst also having a good team out this week. Personally, I much prefer a game week 27 wildcard after the FA Cup results. But if you're playing it, here's what a draft would look like. Neto and Flecken in goal. You have a fixture this week. Flecken is likely to have several doubles later on in the season. And Neto has the nice double coming up. Into defence, you'd play a back four. Doughty would sit on the bench ready for his double. Sonesi ready for his double in game week 28. Double Arsenal defence with Pau Torres as well. Into midfield, you play a midfield three this week of Saka, Neto and Huang. You just double up, just target the fixture with Palmer and Richarlison on the bench. What this does allow you to do in this draft is leave all the money in the bank to do Neto up to Salah next week if you wanted to. Now do check your team value is good enough, but I have comfortably enough money to do Neto up to Salah with my one free transfer next week. You keep Palmer and Richarlison ready to go for their fixtures next week. And up front, it is Haaland, it is Watkins, and Solanke, again, captaincy would be the same. Haaland captain, and probably Watkins or Saka, vice-captain. So, looking at my team for the weekend, I have confirmed one transfer. Jota was predicted to drop in price, whereas Huang Chan was predicted to rise in price. He did rise, but Jota didn't fall, but I did confirm the transfer. Nice fixture. 
I did like Odegaard, but as I've mentioned, Odegaard wouldn't have allowed me to do Foden to Salah next week. I didn't have the money for it. Would have been taking several hits to do it. I do think Darwin to Slanky is almost guaranteed for me before the deadline. Now, with the injuries for Crystal Palace to Eze, Elise and Mark Gahey as well, I do think Crystal Palace are a little bit weaker going forward. And I'm not certain that the defensive transfer for Trent is worth a hit this week and I might just end up playing Charlie Taylor in defense so Huangi Chan has been confirmed Slanky 95% will be confirmed I'm now about 40% that I'll sell Trent to a defender it might be an arse defender in Saliba or it might be a cheaper option like Van Heck to allow money going forward but it's only about a 40% chance that I'm going to do that in terms of captaincy again it's on Haaland the vice captain keeps going back and forth between Saka and Watkins. At the moment, it's on Watkins, but I do probably wonder if it'll end up on Saka. But just the easier fixture on paper might lean it towards Watkins. I haven't decided on that one. So that is all for final decisions. If you have any final questions, reminder, there will be a two-hour deadline stream in the lead-up to Game Week 26. It is a later deadline, so 11.30 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. where the deadline is UK time as there is no 12.30 kickoff in the UK. There are lots of three o'clock kickoffs, plus Manchester City are at 5.30, so there may well be a decent bit of early team news going into that deadline. So do tune in there. Subscribe if you are new around here. Any questions you have as well, drop them on this video and I'll do my best to answer as many of those, if not on the deadline stream tomorrow. 1,000 likes is the aim. Subscribe if you're new around here and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.